Welcome to the Restoration Church Podcast. To learn more about our church, give, share a prayer request, or access our weekly worship guide, visit us at www.restorationlex.com slash this week. Hey, what is up? Happy New Year. Hope you are resting and having a nice morning at home. We're obviously not able to have uh, service at the Lyric this morning. Uh, as we've said many times, it's a city-owned facility, and so that means that we uh, can't always get in we want, but that's all right, um, because we're home, hopefully uh, celebrating, recovering with family, friends, and and I hope you had a great New Year. I hope you had a great Christmas. We haven't been together as a whole family uh, in person since the 21st, which was an awesome gathering. I hope you got to be there for that. Uh, but as we begin this new year, 2023, which seems still so hard to believe, seems like a futuristic year to me for some reason, 2023 is the year we are entering right now together. And we've been talking for the last few weeks about this idea of joy, of pursuing joy together. And that's why I wanted to press into today. And the passage that we're looking at today, I think, is the perfect passage for beginning a new year together as we reflect as we look back, as we look forward. Um, it's, it's a psalm that pilgrims would have sang as they were traveling to the temple, as they were moving towards these festivals that they traveled to uh, multiple times a year. It was a song they sung with uh, their grandparents walking along the road with their parents that they taught to their own children. I'm talking about Psalm 26, and it's this psalm that, uh, Psalm 126 is a psalm about coming out of Babylon, finally being able to return home and having this, this expression of joy. So look with me here uh, at Psalm 126. Let's uh, look at this together. It says, When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. And then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. 33 years ago, this past November, the uh, East Berlin Communist Party on November 9th, 1989, they made an announcement that at midnight that night, those who lived in East Berlin were no longer going to be kept from entering West Berlin. And so this barrier that had been between the nations since 1961 was about to be meaningless. And so as they moved forward uh, into uh, the night towards midnight, people began to gather around the Berlin Wall. They began to uh, anticipate and begin to party already. And one journalist actually said it was probably the biggest street party in the history of the world. And at that stroke of midnight, people began to climb on the walls and celebrate and spray paint all over everything and were able to see family and friends that they weren't able to see for years and years, able to go to places that maybe they'd never even been able to be before because the wall had always kept them from going. It was a massive party, and they began to chip away at this wall that had stood there for generations before them. It was a night that must have felt like a dream. It was a night filled with joy. I'm old enough to where I barely remember this happening and seeing this on the news, and I remember the party, the joyousness of this moment as people were reunited once again. And I think about this moment 
as we look at Psalm 126, because as they're singing this, this story that they find themselves in, they have been in exile for 80 years in Babylon. Babylon was a tyrannical, violent nation, an empire that brought them out of their home, destroyed the city of Jerusalem, destroyed the temple, dragged them into their culture. And their, their goal wasn't just to keep them in Babylon. Their goal was to make them Babylonians. So they tried to change their names. We see this in the book of Daniel. They tried to change their names, their diets, their identities. They wanted to take Israel not only out of their nation, but take all of their identity out of them as well so that they would become Babylon. So it was a, a battle all along, really, to maintain their identity, maintain who they are. And suddenly, one day, it happened. They were able to return home. Psalm 126 is about this joyous moment of walking towards home once again when all you have known is sorrow for so long. Now, to be sure, the road ahead as they moved towards Jerusalem would not be easy. The joy in this moment, it did not negate the pain and the sorrow that they had walked in and lived in for years upon years. But as they walked forward in joy, as they were leading into this expectation, Psalm 126.4 says, Restore our fortunes, Lord, like the streams in the Negev. Now, the Negev is this desert that is south of Jerusalem. And for most of the year, it's just absolutely barren. And you can see riverbeds that are dried up to where, where water once was, where it had once uh, gone through there. But a few times a year, when the rains are really heavy, you can stand and watch as the waters come into the desert, come into the riverbeds and flood it again. You can actually go on YouTube. I encourage you to do this. There are videos of, of this in modern day happening where the rains come and you just begin to see water rushing into the desert and filling it with life again. That's what the psalmist is praying for. In the dryness of the desert, in the dryness of my life that I have experienced, in the death that I have known, Lord, bring your goodness into my life once again. It has been dry and lifeless, but like the floods that enter into this desert, please, Lord, restore our fortunes, restore our joy to what it once was. This is the prayer of the psalmist for us that we are praying here in this new year, Lord. This is the dryness and the deadness and the weariness that we've been in. So let your goodness come rushing in. Let your joy restore where we are. You know, this is the time of year when we make a habit of looking back and, and looking forward. And, you know, I can't say this for everyone. Uh, I just know in terms of the conversations I've had with folks in restoration and, and over the last few years, it's been a really heavy uh, season for so many people. There have been family issues. There have been health issues. There have been relationship issues. There have been uh, battles with anxiety and depression, all sorts of sorrows and struggles along the way. And the truth is, is, is that as we move into this joy, it doesn't mean that the heaviness magically disappears. And I think the psalmist knows this. We're reminded we're coming out of exile. We're coming out of a difficult season. And this joy we express is not leaving that behind. The joy we express is not saying forget all the hard stuff. It's not saying stop moping around. It's not saying stop bringing up the past. It's not saying just be happy. It's acknowledging where we've come from. It's acknowledging that the pain has formed us and is moving us forward in this joy. 
I remember driving by a church a few years back and this big sign was on their front door that just said, smile, you're at church. And I remember feeling how <laughs> just empty that felt, especially for me in that season. I was, I was not happy. I did not want to walk into church and smile because I wanted to enter into this community of faith as I actually was, which was broken and hurting and weary. Sometimes that's the experience we've had with church before, is that we're expected to leave those sorrows and leave the stories and struggles that have formed us up until this point so that we can be happy together. But in reality, that sorrow gives life to the joy that we are moving into together. That's how Psalm 126 ends. It says that our sorrows are, are never wasted, that our tears do not go unseen by God, that our tears actually don't go unused by God. Here's how the psalmist closes. He says, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaths with them. This is a beautiful picture. It's talking about people who walk out into empty fields, empty, dry, weary fields, carrying their own tears, crying as they sow seeds, that hard work of sowing into hard ground. And those same tears, the psalmist says, those same pathways that will walk together in tears, sowing these difficult seeds, are going to be the same pathways we walk and see joy sprouting up. The psalmist is giving this beautiful picture that our tears are actually the seeds that give birth to joy. Joy is not asking us to forget or to minimize our pain. Joy is asking us to see a joy, to see a God who transcends it, to see something that's bigger than the pain itself. And as we walk out of it towards the joy that is coming, we remember the seeds that came from the tears that we cried, that God is birthing into joy. I, I love the voice uh, paraphrase of these last two verses here. It says, those who walk the fields to sow, casting their seed in tears, will one day tread with those same long rows, amazed by what's appeared. Those who weep as they walk and plant with sighs will return singing with joy when they bring home the harvest. The psalmist is promising that joy is coming in the morning. The psalmist is promising that the tears we cry were not wasted, but God, through our tears, has planted the very seeds that will sprout the joy and the harvest that awaits us. That's good news, man. That's good news. I look back at these last few years and I feel, I feel the heaviness that I've experienced and many of the stories I know you have experienced. And as we move into this new year together, what I am praying for and what I am seeking with you, Restoration, is that we would see those little sprouts begin to break through hard ground. And that joy that sprouts up, that springs up to life, we would cultivate that and grow it and see God's goodness in the land of the living. I believe that joy is coming. One of the things, if, if you were there on our December 21st, uh, service that we passed out in our joy bags with these little uh, worship guides. I don't know if you got one or not, but hopefully you did. If you didn't, you can go to restorationlex.com slash this week 
And uh, what this is, is basically a, a guide for walking through what we're talking about here today. But also on the back of this sheet, what we have are some questions that I would love for you to go through as a family or as a community group or a DNA group or maybe just on your own, just a reflection of how we can cultivate joy. We can take these little sprouts of joy that are coming out of the hard ground, water them, cultivate, bring them to life, and seek the joy that God is already pouring out. And remember again what Jesus says in John 15, as he's calling his disciples to abide in him, to follow him, to obey his commandments, to walk in his ways. He says he does it because he wants their joy to be complete. He wants their joy to be whole. He wants their joy to be like his joy. I want that for me. I want that for you. And that's what we're seeking together. All the resources you need as you talk through this are restorationlex.com slash this week. But really encourage you to check that out and to walk with that in community. I would love to see and hear what you talked about maybe with your family or on your own or in your community group. How you're planning on seeking joy together. How you're planning on seeking rest so that joy can come forth from the ground, all of these things, find that at restorationlex.com slash this week, along with some other uh, resources too around the examine and looking forward into the new year. We will be back as normal on Sunday worshiping church this coming weekend at the Lyric, and I cannot wait to see everyone and begin this new year together. I'm excited for what the Lord is bringing in the days ahead. Cannot wait to see what's ahead with us as, as, as a church. So, uh, we got some cool things cooking and can't wait to share it with you. And yeah, all right. I love y'all. Hope you have a great New Year's Day. Enjoy some pancakes and hot chocolate and coffee. And I hope you are excited and joyful as we move forward together. All right, love you guys. See ya.